What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to another live call-in edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And on tonight's show, we're talking about all things spooky. Not necessarily Halloween-related, like ghosts and goblins and stuff, but spooky in real life. Like, for example, will there be a race war after the election? Will you have enough money for Christmas with the job market being slim on good-paying jobs? Are you afraid of your kids being in school with the violence, domestic terrorism, and COVID we see running rampant through the company, through the country? These things and more as T2Q has a Halloween special to scare you with things that happen in real life. All right, let's go. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Think about it. My name is Quincy, and this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat room that almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? No, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. And I think it's offensive to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. Is that it? 516-595-8306 is the number to join the Talk to Q radio show this evening. There's also a chat room available. Yes, remember, you can click on, you can follow all things T2Q on my website over at TalkToQ.com, and that's also where you can find the link for the chat room and to listen live. I also have a Facebook fan page, IG, Twitter page. Just search for Talk to Q on any of those platforms. One word, Talk to Q. And you can find me. All right. Let's go to the phone lines to see who will be joining discussion this evening. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Sue? How you doing tonight? Doing pretty well, bro. You making it all right? Yeah. All right, dude. All right, I hear you, I hear you. That's all we can do. All right, back to the phones. From the 248 area code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit, please welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on today? Hey Q, how are you? Hey Ray. <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? 
I'm pretty good. All right, cool. Hey, Ray. All right, back to the phone lines. From the 601 area code, my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, let me welcome on the man, the myth, the original show legend, the Minister of Sexual Affairs, Eminem was shaking. <laughs> what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> What's up, oh, Dad? Easy and breezy, baby. Definitely not cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna keep this thing rolling. Go see the doctor. From the nine one zero area code, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina. He plays a doctor on the radio. Please welcome Dr. Willis to the Talk to Q Radio Show. What's going on, man? What's up, Q? What's going on, Crystal, Ray, and uh, Eminem? What up, what up? And what's happening, Bobby? Hello, Bobby. <laughs> hey, what's up, hey, Bobby? All right. What's going on? All right, looks like we got one Be more. <laughs> All show legends. All right, let's see. From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, Making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's going on, bro? <laughs> what up, what up? How's everybody doing tonight? What up, hey, Buck? Buck. What's up, Buck? We will go ahead and get started. Okay. So, something that scares a lot of people is, you know, what's going to happen to the country the night of the election. You know, will they be riots regardless of who wins? The Proud Boys have already claimed they're going to do something if Trump loses. And and there will be protesting if Biden loses, which will, you know, possibly result in some riots across the country. So let's let's start breaking down for each candidate. And ladies first, Crystal. So, Crystal, would it scare you if Trump won the election? I mean, do you think that it would really result in a lot of rioting across the country? Well, yeah, I do, actually. I think that um, him winning or him losing is going to start some major uh, riots on either side, but especially on his side, you know, of his uh, white supremacists. They are waiting. They are, you know, standing by, and, and they are ready, you know, to, you know, start some mayhem. I mean, I was thinking today, that, you know, there may be some either drive-bys or what they love to do, which is run people over. I can see them just running through a crowd, you know, of people in line to vote on, on election day. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. So I would suggest that people stay in their homes if you're not outside voting. I mean, it's going to be some health to pay on either side. I really do. I believe that. Okay. And, but what do you think, man? Do you think that if Trump wins that the um, Biden lovers will rally? Excuse me, not rally, will riot? Yeah, I think either candidate. It doesn't matter which one. There's going to be some blowback. Um, And I, I suggest early voting. And that way you're not waiting until election day. Um, early voting has already started here, started yesterday here in Florida. Um, you know, get it done early. But also, 
I would not be surprised if you see the National Guard in some of these larger areas in the event that something does pop, you know, pop off, um, just to kind of curtail the violence on either side. Um, you know, if it hadn't been suggested, then it, I'm suggesting it. So that way we kind of keep things in order. Yeah, definitely need to be in Portland, huh? <laughs> I don't know if the National Guard wants that smoke. And, okay, so, oh, oh hold on. We got a blast from the past here. She's calling from the natural state of Arkansas. Please welcome on Amy to the Talk to Q radio show. Amy, what's happening? No, just sitting here about to go start craving mad nuts, tired of dealing with idiots. Well, the country's full of them, Amy, so oh, well. you're going to have to deal with them a little bit longer. <laughs> nice to hear your voice they again. All work, they Amy. all work at Walmart. They all work at Walmart. <laughs> All right, so, Amy, let me ask you this. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Would it scare you if Biden won the election? I mean, do you think that the yes, Trumpeters, sir. I guess, yes, would, would riot? Well, yeah, do you think that there would be riots behind it, the Proud Boys or whoever? Um, what would scare you about that? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, and I've been saying this from for a while now, Despite who wins, I mean, I I do believe that if Trump wins, that there will be riots and they will start burning stuff down again and all. Um, I mean, me personally, I'm 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 scared of Biden. Period. I'm I'm just I have issues with his whole campaign. So, what? Do I think that like white white supremacists or, or 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 Republicans or Trump voters will raise any kind of hell? If they intend on doing it, they're being pretty quiet about it. In my opinion. Okay. All right. I mean, I do I do feel that it's more of the the Democrats that are going to 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 raise hell if if Trump gets reelected. Doctor Willis, what do you feel? What do you think? If Trump, oh, I mean, excuse me, Biden I'm wins going, the election, or I mean, you can comment on any of that. I'm going 180 degrees from Amy. Uh, that is uh, no offense. I love Amy, but that is nonsense. Um, I, and I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm also disagree with the rest of the panel that spoke on it. I don't. I don't think that the uh, that anybody that's voting for um, Biden is going to raise any kind of stand at all. To be honest, which I mean, if it is, they'll probably be like verbal or on on social media or whatever the case may be. But I think that the people that fight um, that that you always hear about fighting and stuff like that are like um, what's that there Antifa and all them. Those are the ones that be uh, fighting and, and giving all these other groups a, a, a bad name like they're the ones behind it and stuff, you know. So if anybody's going to be fighting this Antifa and they don't care about – I don't think they really care about any party. They just you know, they just want to get out there and, and bust some knuckles. But uh, I think that Trump – anybody the, – the Trump camp 
is the one that's going to freaking uh, that you're gonna to have to worry about. I mean, it, I mean, you have to worry about them now. He's already um, he's already given them motivation and 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 um, you know the the balls to freaking you know do the things that they're doing right now. So if Trump doesn't win, then yeah, we're going to we're definitely going to have some um, um, riots, some fights. Um, we may even freaking edge closer to a race war. But if he doesn't, if 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 he does win, I think for the most part, most most people that voted for Biden is just gonna express how they feel over social media. They're gonna go home and they're gonna do that. I mean, that's just pretty much characteristically been uh, how it how it usually is anyway. Um, the folks that are fight and if they're, if they're, if anything does break out, is once again it's gonna be the the people that always come in and fight under the the label of the protesters and peacemakers and. You know all these other people; they don't want to come in and do the fighting, and and and, and probably will have it labeled as Democrats fighting or something else. But nah, I don't, I don't think the the Democrats or people who vote for Biden are going to be out there, you know, saying uh, stomping and and being crazy if if he doesn't get elected. But I do think that if Trump don't get elected, we definitely going to have some fights on our hands. And right, where which way you go on it? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. All the way to 100. I agree with Amy 100%. I believe there's going to be riots on either side. But the Democrats are not going to riot, and they riot right now. What makes you think they're not going to riot? So I don't think we'll know until probably a week after the election that somebody just get blew out. But other than that, they're going to be counting votes and counting votes and doing all kinds of no, I said probably for about two weeks. But it is, it is a concern that if Biden doesn't get in, people that are rioting and protesting and everything now, they're going to be right back out there, but they're going to be strong. And if Trump doesn't get in, hey, you're going to have a whole lot of people out there angry, and you know they got guns. So it's not going to be a good situation. I agree with Crystal here. Body better get in the house if you got somewhere to be. If you got somewhere to be, you meet force with force. But other than that, stay inside. Somebody come on your door and you do what you got to do. Period. But I do believe it's going to be right either way it goes. And we shouldn't act like that one side is not violent because we looking at it on TV every other night. Eminem, I let you have the last word on it. Oh man, it's it's uh yeah, it's it's uh respectable points everybody done brought out, but uh I just look at it like this. If if stuff gonna happen but the definition of stuff is depending on what you know uh since the show about being afraid, like Okay, if uh, if Trump wins, it's going to be um, probably more vandalism and shit like that than you ever seen before in your life. Fuck this, fuck that. Uh, probably flags burning, garbage can burning, glass getting broke. But um, it'll be flooded on the TV, and uh, and like Bobby said, it'll be like a lot of social media posts. Um, but I'm going to have to defer as far as the topic of afraid. Now, I'm not afraid because 
Why well, mad? I mean, it don't. It ain't gonna really impact me. But if Trump loses, and you got a bunch of not everybody, but you got a bunch of people that are uh, thinking they finna lose their country, and this is it. And you know, some of these motherfuckers got like pipe bombs and that type of shit. So it's just like, so it's it's the less of two evils. What you rather deal with? Bunch of vandalism and broken glass and cars burning up or, you know, uh, some shit that happened like in possibly Oklahoma in 95, you know, federal federal buildings blowing up and that type of shit. So, yeah, them proud boys, man, them motherfuckers for real. So, like I say, I mean, you know, the, the shit they own is on a whole nother tip. See, these motherfuckers ready to go to war. You know, everybody else pretty much is bullshit, you know, hood shit, breaking shit, looting, little pesky stuff like that, but as far as like, uh, you know, shit, you finna go somewhere and file some taxes and stuff like that, hell nah, see, in, anywhere like a IRS or any type of federal stuff, they they gonna try to, try to blow that shit up. All right. And, and I just want to jump in, I want to jump in, Q, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that there won't be no fighting from the Democrat side, but what I'm telling you right now is that nobody on the campaign trail is rallying up uh, people to fight like that on this side. That shit is happening over hey, there with Trump. And, and, Bobby, and you know what I'm talking about with that, 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 that blowing stuff up? You know what I'm talking right. about? Right. Oh, yeah, of course. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, like on the Democrat side, and I hate to say Democrat and Republic, but, I mean, that's the only way we can uh, really address it and know what we're talking about. So on the Democrat side, the people that's going to be doing the fighting are the ones that always do the fighting. That's Antifa. And all the other groups that come in under the under the umbrella to freaking get off what they need to get off. I don't think I don't think you're gonna see a lot of folks who 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 traditionally uh, vote Democrat go out there and start fighting or something. Like say we may get some uh, burning trash or some you know shit like that, but ain't nobody gonna come shooting at nobody or running over nobody and doing all the other stuff from the Democratic side like that. I don't believe. I, I do believe that Antifa would be ready to fight. So yeah, the Proud Boys may be you know all, you know saying tough shit or whatever, but guess what? Them Antifa motherfuckers they crazy. They gon' they gonna rise up to meet them. So um, but but getting back to the topic though, Trump is the only one that the Republican side is the only side that's freaking riling folks up to fight. I mean he's telling motherfuckers to stand back and stand by. You don't hear that. And I'm not even a Biden. I don't even like Biden. But you know what I'm saying that's not coming from them. They're not doing that shit. That's that's over there on the Republican side. All right. All right. Good discussion. Good discussion. So another thing that people are afraid of in real life, well, definitely people of color, having the police called on them for any reason, regardless if there's a crime involved or not, you know, it could just be a hater trying to get somebody in trouble. So, uh, Dr. Willis, I keep with you on this. Does it scare you to have someone call the cops on you for any reason, regardless if you're at fault or not? I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of like, I mean, I'm not scared of any of it. Um, whether, you know, fight pop or war pop off or cop, somebody calls the cops, I'm not afraid of it. But I, I do be concerned, though, especially like for my boys and stuff. You know what I mean? Because right now, it's a known fact. It's, I mean, it's been like this for years, but it's starting to come out now. It's a known fact that there are gangs inside the police department. And, mo- and most of them, uh, most of these uh, police departments have uh, racist gangs in them. You know what I'm saying? So it's always a concern because you don't know what you're going to get. 
Now, every experience I've had with a police officer has been positive. Uh, even if I had gotten a ticket or whatever the case may be, it's been a positive experience because I've been able to leave and go home and, you know, make it back to my family and stuff. So I have not yet had an encounter with a cop that has been nasty to me, you know. But that doesn't mean that won't happen. So when they call the police, no, I'm not afraid of it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to be right. So if they come, I'll be ready to, you know, let them know what's going on. I'm not going to resist. And, you know, they, you know, let them, allow them to do their job. But so to answer your question, no for me. It's a no for me. But I will say I'm concerned more so than scared. And, Ray, what do you think about it, man? Are you afraid to have the cops called on you for any reason at all? And not necessarily that you're afraid of the people themselves, but just how the situation can possibly get out of hand for people of color. Well, I, I um, I, w- I would say concern. I remember back in back in June, I went into a store, and this white couple can't call the cops. Like two cop cars behind my car, and I'm like, well, "What's up? What's going on?" Man, say, "Well, this show car." And I'm like, "Yeah." They claimed that I pulled into one parking space, backed out, and I scratched their car. Couldn't even see the scratch. But they went back and forth with a lot of bullshit and everything. I was upset, but at the same time, I said, well, let me get my wife on the phone and stuff like that so she could hear what's going on. But end of the day, they had their mind made up already on what the situation was going to be. I think that in a lot of cases, the reason why things go off is because you've got to be respectful of the police. I stated my case. I spoke to them, did what I had to do. But I didn't curse, I didn't yell, I didn't point any face, tell me full of shit and all this and that because they are the police. And I think a lot of times, you know, a lot of people may disagree, but it's a lot of times, a lot of times the situation can be diffused just by you cooperating and answering the questions correctly. Not, well, they ask you where you're going, why you want to know where I'm going, why you want to know my name and all this kind of stuff. Just answer the question. And then you can move on, just like where the, where the guy got shot out in uh, get what state it was. Now they shot him in the back with a cop. Wisconsin. They did not, yeah, they did not defuse the situation before it became a situation. But I told anybody, just like uh, uh, Will Smith did down in New Orleans, I said, hey, that man had a right to shoot him in the back because he reached down in in the floorboard of his car. Same thing old boy did. The cop told him to stop 15 times. You steady walking to your car. He didn't sit his ass on the seat. He bent over down by the by the foot pedal. Okay. Well, yes, could they have tackled him and all that before that? Yes, they should have. But at the same time, a lot of this could have been prevented. Now, you know these folks got guns. So I think... Just stuff like that, if we keep it in mind, not saying it is right, not saying he should have been shot and all this other kind of stuff, but are you going to let somebody come up out of their car with you who knows what? You can't do that. So I think that whatever the situation is, all right, I'm here, I'm standing here, what y'all want, we're going to talk about this, hey, you got to take me to jail or whatever you think, okay, but we can do it like that. It don't make no difference. You know, you get you a lawyer, you do whatever you got to do, get everything straight. That's all I'm saying. Now, it's always a concern when you interacting with police. 
but majority of the time when I'm getting tickets or whatever, we might even share a laugh. Hey, man, I ain't had time to, to go check this out. It, it ain't no problem. I go get it taken care of or whatever the case may be. You ain't up. You can't. You can't upset me with none of that. So it has to be. You have to be conscious that this can go good or this can go bad. It all depends on you. Now, the cop come over and say, "Hey, you know, calling you the N word and stuff, tell you get out the car." That's one thing. But I have never encountered that. You know, would always start off with whatever situation. Some of it may be bullshit. You got something hanging from your rearview mirror or something like that. But at the same time. Hey, you gotta be respectful. He's the law, and he has the gun. So I'm always mindful of it. But am I afraid? No. All right. And Eminem, real quick, your your two cents. Oh man, uh, I done had some uh, just over the years some horrible experiences, and I can tell you now, some of them probably would have went real bad if my kids weren't around or whatever, you know. But uh, you know, all you can do is try to. Uh, you know, avoid situations, but, you know, uh, you know, everybody got, you know, different experiences and all that, but I can tell you, I done came across jokers that, you know, it's kind of like what Bible was saying, like, well, they got it in for you before you even get a chance to even prove who you are, whatever, they already fucking with you, you know, and that's black or white, you know, um, you know, and, uh, like, here, pretty much everything is like 90% black, so you never really see white police. And But you got guys that uh, fuck with dudes for, you know, shit that ain't got nothing to do with the legal system. They thinking you fucking with one of their women, or uh, uh, they shaking dudes down, stealing dope from them, all that kind of shit. So, you know, it's negative either way it go. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's – see, the biggest fear – well, me is always being, see, cops is the front end stuff. It's the bullshit to follow. You know, once you get in that courtroom, most judges don't want to hear shit about your side, you know, if you are a uh, middle class or poor person, especially black. If you ain't got a uh, quote-unquote hot shot lawyer, you pretty much fucked. So a lot of stuff that, you could just get passed along. Shit, you've been a serve two or three years for it, man. Like, man, this bullshit. But you know, so that's that. That was all my always my biggest fear is getting caught up in the legal system because of of of, of asshole or bullshitting cops. You know, they spin the story different than how it happened, or plant something on you or something like that. Then nobody's gonna believe you if you can't afford to, you know, get the right uh, representation. All right. And Crystal, I'll let you have the last word on this topic, and we'll move on, move along. But um, do you have a fear of having the cops called on you, regardless of the reason? Does that is always stick in your mind that hey, something could go wrong? Well, I guess um, that has not been a forefront for myself on the racial um, point of view. I've always been. If the cops are called on me, uh, you know, I look at, you know, do I have any warrants or something like that out still? <laughs> and that they'll, you know, take me somewhere or, you know, for the actual call is not important, but the warrant. But anyway, <clears throat> not that I have any warrants. Make an example. Yeah, you do. Um, I also want um, <laughs> to point out that, you know, people have been saying on here, Antifa 
Antifa is, is actually the opposite of white supremacists. Uh, they um, they really they come back um, you know they're really on the left wing so more liberal and they are against uh, neo Nazis and fascism and racism and things of that nature. QAnon is is what is definitely um, sort of white supremacist um, but they're really against pedophiles and things like that. So uh, you know that's their premise which by default leads to Donald Trump because of conspiracy theories and whatever is going on with them. You know, so when we're talking about white supremacists, we're talking about proud boys and we're, you know, and actually proud boys, they say they're not white supremacists. Their whole role is, um, is actually um, against women. (laughs) That's, you know, that's the, you know, this whole kind of conspiracy or a group, which, tend to be more white, but it's also blacks, Mexicans, it's many different, but it's always men, all men, who are against women because they feel that women have destroyed their life. Um, and that could, by default, skew into, um, you know, Trump being against women because, of course, he is because he hates women. And um, so, so many names out there of different groups, it's hard to keep track of who is who, who is against who. There's people who don't even understand the difference between difference between communism and Marxism and socialism. It's, it's like everything is just all up in the air. Nobody knows what we're, they're really fighting against. But you know, but the the main thing as far as fear um, from myself, as far as the cops, you know, I feel that like if I'm driving. Um, I have two cars. I have a company car, and I have my own personal car. Um, I don't feel as threatened driving either of them. I feel less threatened driving my company car um, because I'm in the medical field, and it is clear where I work on the car. So I figure, you know, I'm probably not going to be pulled over, and I never have been pulled over in that car. Um, when I'm in my personal car, um, I feel even more fear, even though everything is, you know, all up to date and everything. You know, I still feel, you know, if there's a cop behind me, you know, I feel, okay, he's going to pull me over because I'm black or, you know, whatever. You know, I do feel that, but I'm sure nowhere near as as threatened as, you know, if I was a black man. Or even if I, if there was a black man in the car with me, so yeah, so that's that's my take on that. I don't, I don't have that okay. initial fear, but I understand the fear because fear because I have sons and I have you know my daughter and things like that. Who, I mean, if she ever got pulled over, oh god, you know she'd probably be on the next fucking tape out there because you know she doesn't know how to shut up. But other than that, oh lord. All right. Well, that's that's cool, and I appreciate the explanations on the titles and stuff too. Because, um, I mean, like you said, they got socialism and uh, communism, and all kinds of ism out there. The only thing they need to be paying attention to are the M and Ms. That's what they need to be listening to. But <laughs> I got a I got a caller holding. I'll, I'll get to you in just a moment. But um, Amy, let me ask you this: What about money? 
Okay, who's afraid of the big bad economy? I mean, we keep hearing about jobs being created, but no one talks about how those jobs are probably paying less than $10 an hour. I mean, no one can live off of that unless they're staying at home with their parents or they don't have kids or you can barely have a pet for $10 an hour. So, Amy, does the state of the economy scare you? I mean, do you think there's going to be enough money for essential things like power or water or groceries? Yeah, I mean, the state of the economy does scare me. You know, the the cost of living, just since the pandemic, um, look how much groceries have gone up. Three months, what, what five months ago, I was getting twice as much with my grocery money than what I'm getting now. And, and I, you know, I hear Trump say, oh, we've created jobs and, and we've done this and we've done, and this is, and the economy's great. Yeah, maybe Wall Street is doing good, but do you think the average common folk like me and you and Crystal and Ray and Buck and, and Eminem, what's going on with us there i mean well crystal's balling she has a company car. well things might look good well things might look good on paper that's not necessarily a reflection of what's really going on and what i see um in and what i've seen over the last three years is people are still struggling and they've been not all everyone's been knocked down a notch since nine eleven you know since since the George Bush days and when gas was five dollars a gallon, you know, I don't feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people have recovered from that that's true and I mean, the I, have, you know still going up. Gotten, well everybody's just kind of moved, been been knocked down a notch. What used to be middle class is now lower class. You know, and and people are 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 struggling. Everyone's struggling to make ends meet. I so agree. I mean, yeah, but okay, it it, it yeah. does concern me, and I think that it's only going to get things are only going to get worse. All right, let me go back to the phone lines for this show legend spectacular we got going From on. the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the voice of reason, Amanda, to the Talk to Q radio show. Amanda, how's it going? Hey, Q, Amy, Crystal, Bobby, hey, Eminem, maybe Buck. I don't know if I missed anybody, yep. but I know we got a full house. Yeah, we, we all here. <laughs> oh, hey, Amanda. Boy, you yeah, the whole part of the family here. It, it just warms my heart, especially to hear Amy's voice. <laughs> and so, Amanda, does the state of the economy scare you as far as having enough money for essential things, you know, like gas, groceries, et cetera? I don't want to say scared. I mean, I think it's more so like just kind of mindful and watching what's going on and how things change and. I definitely believe that, um, you know, the results of the election could definitely sway things one way or the other. Um, you know, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say scared. I don't, I don't feel stressed about, that's not like a, a stress that I have right now. I mean, obviously 
financially, you always want to make sure you're good and, and, you know, save money, especially during a pandemic and just be more careful. But I won't say that I've, that I've personally felt a lot of strain during the, during the pandemic only because, you know, fortunately Ray and I both have continued to work and haven't had to uh, miss out on anything with that. Um, But, you know, I know there's so many people who have had to sacrifice. So I know that, that, you know, I'm very conscious of um, other people and what they're going through and not being able to, um, to continue to work the way they have, whether it was, you know, maybe their work, they previously worked two jobs and um, they had to let one go because of, uh, because of COVID. Um, You know, I had a family member that lost her job due to COVID. So Mm. it's, you know, it's one of those things where you just, you realize that, you know, I realize I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed that we've been able to continue to work, but I know there are a lot of people who haven't. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I'm constantly checking, hey, what's going on? Are things kind of getting better? You know, things are opening back up, other, possibly other um, avenues as far as for employment, different lines of work are opening up because of COVID. So it's kind of one of those things where I hope people are able to, to find something, even if it's not ideal, at least have some type of money coming in because, you know, it's, it's rough out here. It really is. And, and um, you know, I just pray for everybody who's who's struggling right now. Um, but the most important thing is if you have your health, you can you can make up everything else. You know, that's the most important thing is is having your health. Very important. And but what do you think, man? I mean, you're an entrepreneur, so it, the line of work you do it may not affect you as much. But just as far as the country is concerned, do you think that uh? People are going to have more money issues. You know, is that a concern, something that makes people afraid day to day? Well, it just depends on what side of the, you know, what side of the fence you're on. Um, You know, the one thing I've always said, and being an entrepreneur, what I've always noticed, when the Republican president's in office, I make more money. When the Democratic president's in office, I make less money. Um, you know, that's just one of the things. It's it's kind of weird the way that works. But when you're a small you know, when you're a small business, it always you know, it's, even before then you can see the difference. Um, but you know, there's going to be concerns regardless of whether it's Republican or Democrat or whatever. Um, you just have to be prepared for it. And I I try not to let politics play a role in my day to day operations. I mean, what I normally do is just. You know, you got to try to put something something back, but at the same time, you also have to look for new new avenues and new opportunities. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket. You have to diversify and make sure you try to have other sources of income coming in. Um, and that's that's my best advice. Um, yeah, I do I do construction work and carpet cleaning and all that kind of stuff, but I also look, you know, I'm looking towards the future because, you know, the older you get. You know, you wanna you wanna be able to diversify some, so therefore you can work a little, make you work, make your money work for you instead of you working for the money all the time. So look for different opportunities, especially during the pandemic. Um, you have to be, you got to be versatile. Um, but this year has actually been, even though there's been a pandemic, this has been one of the best years I've ever had as far as working going. So, but. My advice is to diversify and try to find a different way to make money and um, 
that way you can work smarter, not harder. Okay. And, you know, it's funny you mention it because, like, with me, Buck, when there's a Republican in office, I make less money. But when there's a Democrat in office, I make less money. So it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it, works di- it works different for yeah. every person, but... <laughs> Yeah, I feel you on that, man. But, Dr. Willis, I'll let you have the last word on it, man. Is it a concern of yours? Is that something that kind of creeps you out, just like uh, something that may go bump in the night? Me personally, no, um, because, to be honest with you, um, you know, I took advantage of, of, of you know, the, the, the benefits and things that Uncle Sam had to offer when I uh, signed up, you know, and went into the Marine Corps years ago. And now that's still paying me to this day. Um, you know, I work a federal job, so, you know, saying, um, I, you know, my job is secure. So I don't have those concerns, but I do empathize with the people who, 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 uh, who, who does have those concerns, you know? So, but, um, what I, what I try to teach to my kids, I tell them, you know, look for the things that no matter, you know, look for the jobs and, and careers and opportunity paths that are recession proof. You never know when it's going to hit, when it's going to happen, or when you know what I'm saying things are going to turn topsy turvy, and uh, you know you you need to be, you need to be able to be, say you know feel safe during those times. And there are several jobs out there that you know that that offer that. And I tell folks all the time, you know, funeral director, you know, military. I mean, you name it, federal job. You know, go into those lines of work, and you know, not all of them, but a, a good majority of them are pretty much recession-proof personally, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it doesn't do anything for everybody else, but, you know, so I don't have those concerns, to be honest with you. Man, that's what's up. You know, between you and Buck, man, I need to holler at y'all by help with my cell phone bill. Y'all, <laughs> y'all balling out of control. <laughs> and so this next question is, is for Eminem, because Eminem, I know you're um, the only person on the phone, if I, to my knowledge, uh, correct me if I'm who still has children in school, um, and you know, and 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 junior high or high school or whatever. So Eminem, this question is for you. Um, are you concerned as a parent about your kids being in school these days because things are a lot different now than they were in the past? Are you worried about violence or domestic terrorism or even COVID? Do you have those concerns as a parent that kind of scare you a little bit? Well, uh, in my specific situation, no, because, you know, my kids are virtual and, um, and you know, I'm pretty, uh, pretty, you know, known in the area I'm in and all that stuff like that. So a lot of things is here, but it ain't here. But it's a whole lot of damn violence around here. I mean, this shit's skyrocketing. But um, uh, just in one week, I lost about three former students. Um, oh wow! Uh, last month, to hear uh-huh. that. yeah, yeah. So it's it's been crazy. So, but um, and a lot of that has to do. It, it, it's not the fault of COVID, but it's like when you got like, I don't know, just um, things that don't occupy enough people's attention and get their mind off stuff. Then shit that you thought was done, where it comes back up because. Literally, it's an idle mind, but um, but uh, as far as like um, just generally, not really. 
especially with education, and the reason why I say it is this. Education is the best it's ever been. Now, the brick-and-mortar portion of education is the worst it's ever been. However, but with the, with the rapid... Uh, with the rapid access and connectivity to information, now you're not so dependent on, well, you know, if there's a lot of shit going on at this particular school, my kids can't learn or whatever. Like now you can literally learn about whatever you want to. Like when we was kids, you know, well, if something was not in the library or the library closed, well, you fucked for that whole weekend, you know. Um, anything that... uh Kids or even us want to know. In a few minutes, we looking at it. You know, uh, think about if uh, even even with the, even with the zone coverage show, Coach uh, Q. Think about it, if it was even fifteen years ago. Um, if you wasn't home and connected to a desktop computer, you know, you know the smartphone thing really hadn't came across. So you know, you have to. Wait a while to look up something you might not just remember off the top of your head. So, so now, educationally, if we take advantage of that, we don't even need really. It's going to get to a point where you really don't even need school as much as far as the I have to be sitting here and and uh, getting this certain knowledge facilitated to me. You know, uh, of course, you never ever going to be able to replace somebody that can help you and guide you along. But it's not as pertinent as it used to be with that kind of stuff. So um, I see some people, you know, freaking out across the nation, but, you know, a lot of that is people just wanting, just wanting a break from their kids and tired of feeding them every day and all that. And I understand that, but uh, but it's not like they this, – this is the best the nation has ever been for a pandemic educationally because, I mean, I mean your education don't have to stop. I mean, you know, you can – you know – Anything you need is right on the internet, and you know. Then I'm a I'm a virtual teacher now myself for at least the next of uh, till January. So it's it's you know it's not I'm not I'm I hadn't really seen a big difference in certain things as far as pure education now okay. because because we so used to certain things activities and all that now that's suffering socially is worse than it ever been because I I never went. Ever, you know, not coaching football or having my kids in something or being at a school that didn't have the sports cause of COVID. Now, that part is suffering big time. So that's that's my take on it. It's like it's the social aspects is hurting bad, and it's causing a lot of uh, crime and everything else to escalate. It ain't an excuse, right. but it's just it's just happening, though. That's just what it is. And uh, all right, great points, man. Great points made there. Okay, so this this last question is going to be for the single people. And if you're not married, you're single, I guess. That's how I look at it. Another fear that people have is being alone for the holidays, traveling for Thanksgiving dinner, well, if COVID doesn't ruin it, and knowing that you'll be visiting family without a significant other by your side is fearful for a lot of people. So let me go back to Dr. Willis on this. Dr. Willis, are you afraid to be alone for the holidays? Oh, man, I'm afraid to be alone on regular days, but uh, nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not really, not really, uh, because I have enough um, I have enough female, female friends to, um, 
accompany me if I do need to just have to have somebody on my own. But nah, <laughs> in front of Himalaya. No, nah, let me stop. But um, <laughs> but no, no. Um, you know, like I said, I, I you know I, I do pretty well um, with the ladies. So if if I do need somebody on my own, you know, around the holidays, I you know that can happen. But eventually, though, I, I you know I, I am tired of <laughs> anything, right? But um, eventually, <laughs> eventually, I would like to uh, have that one special person that I can take around all the time, and they ain't got to swap out like watches, but you know how it goes. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Amy, I know what it about, is, right? <laughs> Amy, what about like, you? Watches. How do you feel about the holidays um, if you're single? Well, I'm not looking forward to this this year, and especially, I mean, my family is all passed away um i mean all i have left are are ashley and shaughnessy and maya and harley and shaughnessy and harley are in virginia beach they just bought a new house and they're going to be moving into it um in the middle of november um so all right they, congratulations they to them. their new house by thanksgiving however they're not going to get to come home this year uh Number one, because Harley's in the military, and they're not allowing them to travel outside the state um, because of COVID. So they weren't going to get to come home anyway. Um, I do have my daughter back in my hometown, and her dad's family, which, you know, have been a part of my life for over 30 years but we have our issues and you know things have been swept under the rug but the rug's still lumpy you know and it's I don't feel I don't feel comfortable going to their family stuff you know I feel like a third wheel um so I mean now, I mean, yeah, it sucks being alone on the holidays and, and not being with my kids, not having a family, you know, anymore. Okay. All right. Well, um, hopefully things will get better and your kids will be able to visit you, you know, maybe for Christmas or maybe sometime. At least I hope so. And so let me go to you, Crystal. You know, the holidays are coming. Cuffing season started back in around Labor Day, I think. And if you don't have a boo thing, then you're playing catch up if you want bay and a good Christmas gift. And, you know, some people have anxieties this time of the year when they're alone. So how do you feel about the holidays and if they're, they're a fear of being alone for you, Crystal? I have no fear of being alone. <laughs> None whatsoever. Okay. Um First of all, you know, I have my kids, and they're not kids, they're adults. So um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and that's when the family, my kids come together with themselves, their friends, um, and all that. And so, yeah, I will will cook Thanksgiving dinner like I always do. Uh, Christmas is not really that big of a deal for me now that the kids are not kids anymore, but... um, 
No, I don't have that fear. I, I've never really had that fear of um, being alone for the holidays. I think that, it, you know, eventually it probably would end up being a situation possibly where, you know, um, like Amy, where your kids are so far away, you know, that it would be, um, you know, hard to get to them and or vice versa. But I think um, for myself, yeah, I would just go to where they are or they come back, you know, home to where I am. Uh, yeah, I just don't have that fear. Um, you know, unlike Bobby and his whole, you know, amateur <laughs> pimp thing happening. Um, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, man. But I just I don't have that fear. I don't need to call anybody. I don't need to, you know, get on the line and say, you know, let's be booed up for two days or some bullshit, man. I mean, I'm I'm still. I mean, I've I've gotten used to. I've always been that way. This is just a personality flaw or dynamic for myself. I've never been one. You just need someone next to me. Um, it's nice, you know, it's nice. But um, as far as my kids, that's the only thing that I really, I would feel bad about if they weren't available. And then, you know, as time goes by, hopefully eventually they'll have kids and I'll be a grandma or whatever, a glam ma. Hold on, and, hold um, on, Chris, you know, long time. <laughs> 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 anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. But I, I enjoy my my children while they are. But if you know they go on with their lives or whatever, you know, I would, I'd still be okay because I have traditions that I like to do. I still cook my dinner for for myself, and I'd watch, you know, the movies I watch on holidays, and I'd be okay. All right, and Buck, you're the last. Remaining single person, single like a slice of Elvita. What's up with you, Buck? I mean, do you have to have a Winnie the Boo for the holidays? I'm kind of like Bobby in in that regard. I really don't have to worry about that as far as that goes. Um, Y'all just balling out of control. We're not balling out of control. We just got it like that. (laughs) I mean, just got it like that. But actually, actually, I will. Uh, like a Florida family here. They used to be my neighbors. I've already been invited to Thanksgiving dinner. Um, That's cool. And um, it's already pretty cool. But I'm going to try to come home for the holidays. But um, I'm not really really one to be worried about being by myself because I'm good by myself or with somebody. It doesn't matter. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether I'm here or back home. I'm covered if I do need somebody. But um, I'm good. I'm not. That's not something I'm worried about. Um, my boys are grown. I got one in Vegas, one in St. Andrews, Utah, and one in not in um, in North Carolina. So you know, I'm not really concerned as far as that goes. We talk pretty often. Um, so you know, at least two or three times a month, I talk to Sean, Sean Jr. every week. So you know, we're you know, I'm not really worried about being myself by myself for the holidays. Just not something I really think about. It's just like another day for me, so I'm covered. All right, cool. Well, so now we know what the lonely do at Christmas. Well, if you're Buck and you're Dr. <laughs> Willis, then uh, you just flipping through the phone and like, who? Who's gonna be the lucky lady tonight? 
So. <laughs> Keep a mistletoe in your pocket. That's G14 class. Just because you are not with somebody does not mean you are alone. You know, you goddamn relationship people. I mean, you tend to think that everybody got to have some idiot sitting next to them. It's not like that. Some of us are stronger. No, than it's that, not like that. Well, I mean, like I said, if you're a dog for 12 years, right? Get a damn dog. You'll be fine. Dogs love you better than a human. So whatever. (laughs) I hear you. So, all right. So the next live show will be back on November the third, election night. So you know what we're going to be talking about that night, right? Which show is better, Friends or Seinfeld? (laughs) No, we're going to be talking about the election. Uh, I may push back the start of the start time for that show in order to catch some of the results. So I'll try to figure all that out. But in the meantime, people can go to talktoq.com for more show information. So we will give our final thoughts and you don't have to hit every topic because we had quite a few, but um, let's see, we talked about what happens if Trump or Biden wins the election. Um, Are you afraid as a person of color, if someone calls the cops on you, uh, the state of the economy, um, I asked Eminem about kids in school, and we talked about being alone on the holidays. You can hit on one or two of those. But I also want to know, of course, since it is Halloween, what your favorite horror movie is. So throw that in with your final thoughts. And, Amy, I'm going to start with you. So glad to have you back on the show. Give your th- final thoughts, please, ma'am. It's great to be back with everybody and, and hear everybody's voice. It's It's been a while. My favorite horror movie is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Holla. That's um, my mind. That, that, <laughs> that, is, that is my favorite. Um, and and, I, and I've been a, a, a long-time fan of Dawkins, uh, the, the band Dawkins, which sings the uh the theme song to that uh okay. to that movie so um I, my final thoughts on everything is the two magic words have both been said here tonight and that is antifa and the white supremacist bad boys or whatever they're called um proud boys they're Proud Boys, okay. Well, I, I'm I'm thinking this guy that that lives down the road must belong to that group because he's out here every weekend blowing shit up and 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 shooting and target practicing and it, it and I've got PTSD, Uh-oh. y'all. And my dogs do not like guns. My dogs do not fireworks, anything that goes bang, you know. And it just it, it drives me nuts because um, I'm out here in the sticks. With these gun-toting rednecks, um, but Antifa and these Proud Boys, these far rights and these far left groups, are not good for anybody. I don't feel that what Antifa is out here doing is a reflection of any of the, any of y'all, my black friends, more than than these Proud Boys are a reflection of me. As a white woman who who is going to vote for Trump, um, you know I don't I don't I don't feel that I, I'm not I'm not anti 
LGBTQ. I'm not anti-black. I'm not anti-feminism. You know, um, those people are not a reflection of me and who I am. And I don't feel that that my vote is a reflection of me and who I who I am based on what other people may think. We you, you, you want to say, oh, well, if you're voting for Trump, well, then you're you're a racist and you're a white supremacist and you're against this. No, I'm not. That's not me. That's just who happens to be in office, who happens to be running that, you know, I agree with that side. I, I have voted for Democrats. I voted for Barack Obama, you know. So I don't feel that that particular way of voting is a reflection of me and who I am, and I hope that nobody, you know, feels that way about me. And I don't feel that Antifa is a reflection of of any of you or or any of the the, the common uh, black people that I know. And I think it's 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 bad for Black Lives Matter movement, just as much as the. But when Trump said stand back and stand by, I kind of have to under, – I understand why he said that because he has to – you can't expect him to not defend himself against people that are attacking him, and you can't expect anybody that he's attacking not to defend themselves. Everybody needs to, you know – has the right to defend themselves. So I, I do kind of understand why he said stand by and, and, and stand back. It's, it's like he's not, you know, he's not going to take no crap off of anybody, and, and nobody's expect, and I don't expect anybody to take any crap off of him. Um, I have to be concerned about the economy because I am on disability. I am on Social Security. I am on Medicare. I am on a limited budget. So I do have to worry about things like groceries going up or a new president coming in that's going to change up um, health insurance and, and things like that. Um, because Obamacare screwed me up. So, um, and and caused me to, to, to lose um, some of my coverage and it took me forever to get it all straightened back out. But, you know, that's, that's, that those so that you know that's my fear. That's that's what I'm. Okay. My concerns are. All right. I appreciate that, Amy. I appreciate you joining the show, giving your two cents. And Ray, I'll go to you next, man. Yeah, I mean, um, I think with with the whole economy thing, it has to be a concern because, you know, Biden is talking about taxing people make over four hundred thousand dollars. You know what that's going to do to the economy? Everybody, Amazon, door-to-door, they can't leave the United States. But anybody else that has a big business, they're going to take it to Mexico, Thailand, and everywhere else, and where that's going to leave Americans. Rich people are never going to be what they back up against the wall. So for him to come in and say all this and talk about he's going to do that, you got to realize when, when this pandemic hit, 401Ks, when I say they drop, if you have one, you know it drops. And you can't afford to say, okay, well, this man said this. He said, I don't care what Trump says. 
you got to see who's the best person to run the country because that's what's important. Now, all this racial stuff that everybody get going and all that, that's between the folks that's down there on the street. If you don't get involved in that, stay out of that. But at the same time, what is going to do to stock prices? What is it going to do to everything else? And that has to be considered. Now, if you want to say, well, hey, I don't agree with nothing he say, this, that. See, you got to realize the man is rich. He don't believe half the stuff he's saying. He's just trying to appeal to a certain base of people because I don't know how it was in other areas of the country, but in the 80s and 90s, everybody wanted to be Donald Trump. Rappers, this, that, and other, they want to be mm-hmm. Trump. They got songs. They want to be Trump. He now, was in Home Alone. When he, when, 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 he, when he get a base, you know, he'll say this and say that, Everybody say, oh, he said stand back or stand down. or Oh, what that mean? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what it means. And this is the deal. If you are a white person and you see folks out there, Black Lives Matter or whoever, they remember, they're not black. They see people tearing up their property, seeing people calling them names, all kinds of stuff. Now with these Antifa folks and everybody else, and proud, uh, uh, proud Boys, whatever you say, they start calling names, oh, they racist, they this, they that. You can't have it both ways. And then, you know, when, when my cousin get on, I want to ask him, who killed his students? Was it Antifa or was it Proud Boys? I already know the answer, but I wanted to tell me. But that's what we worried about, that type of stuff. Now, to, to each his own what they want to do, but I don't believe Biden them know what they're doing when it comes to running the country. Now, like like Amy was saying, you know, you don't have to believe in none of that stuff. She just on the side of what she feel like is best for her, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like she said, that Obamacare screwed her up, and everybody's oh, it's a good thing, is it? Ain't a good thing for everybody, and that's why this is America. Somebody wants to vote, and you know, my wife got choked me out over who I want to vote for, but it is what it is. But at the same time, I think that everybody <laughs> needs to consider everything. And uh, what, what was the what, what was the other topic? Uh, being alone for Christmas uh, that don't really apply oh. to you. Uh, kids mm-hmm. in school doesn't really apply to you. Um, let's see, having the cops called on you. Yeah, I mean, you know, having the cops called on you is always a, a reason for concern. But another another thing, I mean, my wife would probably disagree with me, but to me, if you are a fair-skinned black person, everybody won't say you're black is black and black is black, and it's no, it's not. When somebody get killed or something, you ain't never seen no red bone out there stretched out. If you have, tell me who they are. You got that skin color, it's different. <laughs> yeah, you got that skin color, it's different. Now, now they, they, can, they can say what they want to, but out of all these names on shirts and everything, you tell me who it is. You know, so it, it, it works a little bit different. So you you show enough black, you're going to have to really straighten up and try right and hope everything go well for you. But, you know, that that that's that's basically what I want to say. I mean, we had a good show. We had a great topic. And that's what it is. Everybody don't agree with everybody sometimes, you know, but it, but it's all love. This is just what I think and what I believe. I may not be right, but at the same time, hey, this is a miracle. 
All right. I appreciate that, man. That's what makes the show what it is. People can come in and give their two cents, and, you know, we let everybody give their points of view. Don't cut anybody off, and that's how we go. And I appreciate that. Crystal, I'll go to you next, ma'am. Okay. Um, well, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, well, everybody gave their two cents about um, voting for Trump. And all I have to say about that is if you vote for Trump, then you're a fucking racist. And I'm just, you know, there it is. <laughs> and and it's because, and if oh, you wow. say that if they are, well, he, he you know, he, he speaks to what I believe in and that it, <laughs> you know, birds of a feather. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I remember Trump back in the day. And this is what's so stupid about people. Um, you know, when people were, Going off black or white about Trump, you know, that specifically the the liberals and, you know, Democrats, they were going off about Trump. And then even some of the Republicans now, conservatives, who are are now like, oh, gosh, I didn't know he was like that. I'm like, you didn't know who the fuck he was? I've been watching this motherfucker for years. You didn't know who he was. You know what I'm saying? Basically, he got over on your stupid asses. Give a fuck about the goddamn um, <laughs> white supremacists. He doesn't give a fuck about you know the poor rural American who you know his base. He doesn't give a fuck about him. This man is from New York, okay? He's from New York. His family has been in New York from the from in the entirety. All right, they don't care about anybody but themselves. I mean, literally, not just people like yep. him. No. They don't give a fuck about anybody but who's in their family. And poor Mary Trump just happened to say, you know what, fuck y'all niggas. And, and they were, you know, and that he, she's telling their business. But that's the, that's the part of those types of families. That's nothing new. What she's talking about in her book is nothing new. It's part of the 99, 1% or whatever, the, you know, the rich people, they have ways of keeping their money, and none of it is, is, um, is legal. None of it. And it's not moral. It's not any of that. He doesn't give a fuck about any of y'all. And so for those motherfuckers who are out here, you know, supporting him, well, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. So, um, and I laugh at it. And I laugh at it not just because, People are supporting him. I laugh at them, but I actually feel sorry for them. If you actually think he's on your side, he does not care. Now, um, he doesn't have to be you know, on your and you side. May say, you, the country you, you know, you may say I'm not a racist. I'm not this. I'm not that. But I'm gonna tell you what you are. You're a selfish son of a bitch because this isn't the presidency is not about one group of people or one economic part of, 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 you know, the society. The presidency should be bipartisan. It should not be this whole football bullshit of your, my team is beating your team bullshit. It's about the person for the entire country. And, I, yeah, I did like Donald Trump before the presidency, but I knew who he right, was then and I know who he was now. You know, okay. but I don't so want you coming into my lane, fucking up my shit. 
I like you until you fucked me over. Okay. Now you done fucked me over, so now it's me and you, motherfucker. And I don't give a, I personally don't give a fuck if I die, because I'm tired of this shit. So, and just like on the other side, the Proud Boys or whomever, they don't give a fuck either. Well, we can all not give a fuck up in this motherfucker. And we can just, you know, we can all die. Because America is lost. It's gone. Whatever you think is not coming back. So I suggest that either you pick up a weapon or you keep your ass in the house. Because this shit is about to get real. That's all I have to say mm-hmm. about that. All right. I wish you would be more forthcoming on your feelings. And I appreciate that, <laughs> Dr. Willis, I will give you the honor of going behind that. I know, right? Damn. I'm glad. All right, here too. we go. I'm glad. <laughs> so, all right, so here's the deal. Crystal is absolutely right. But, well, I'm not going to say every everybody that votes for Trump is racist. I'm not going to uh, – I'm not condoning that part. But she is absolutely right that he does not give a fuck about anybody. If if black folks came out tomorrow and freaking mass and say, we love Donald Trump, we're going to vote for Donald Trump, Donald Trump going to change his fucking tune, and he going to fucking start singing our song. He only gives a fuck about, in that moment, whoever's giving him what he needs. And so his 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 racist fan base came out, and his uh and, and those who are freaking making or or think they're making money came out, and of course they're gonna always wrap up the you know the poor you know the poor white section, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know why, because they don't do anything for them, but you know they 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 naturally always had them, just like Democrats naturally mostly always have blacks. So she's absolutely right on that aspect with Trump. Now. I don't know if I was watching the same thing everybody else was watching, but when Trump said stand back and stand by, he said that after being questioned about freaking denying uh, these racist groups. So you can't sit up here and say that it was about defending himself and all this other shit. They was asking him to deny or denounce these racist groups. And he simply said stand back and stand by. So, I mean, how do you get him defending himself from that? Or how do you get him, you know, you know, doing a great job running the country from that. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you vote for Trump, fine. I ain't got no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Because outside of, outside of him being a danger to this country, I can't find one thing in his poli- his politics that really does, you know what I'm saying, any harm. So so if he just shut the fuck up and run the country and not excite his racist fan base so he can get the votes and stuff, he wouldn't be halfway bad. But the man is dangerous. He's a danger to the country. He It has nothing to do with uh, running the country itself because he's just you know outside outside of politics he's just fucking dangerous and he he's sparking all the bullshit that that you're seeing. Um, on to the next subject, freaking uh, um, you know being alone for Christmas and stuff like that. You know is is not an issue. You know I got family, I got friends. Uh, you know I, I you know I have fun with it, but it's not really about being a, a player or nothing like that. You know it's just. It's just having really cool ass female friends, you know what I mean? So and besides, I think uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm you know I'm trying I'm trying to get Crystal to go ahead and open up that balcony so we can, you know what I'm saying, share the share the holidays and, and all that. But you know <laughs> but you know, we, we that that that's a that's a conversation for offline. Um 
And then uh, as far as worrying about my kids and stuff in school and things like that, yeah, I am uh, concerned about my kids. Not because of – Oh, that's right. I well, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, I, I do. I am concerned about them with COVID and stuff. But what I'm mostly concerned about is what people people don't see because it's, it's, it's always labeled under the conspiracy theory. But this is stuff that I was talking uh, – we were dealing with when I was in college. Um, these this this new virus and all the other stuff that's coming behind it are genetically modified. They're engineered. This is not a uh, a virus that happened naturally in a while, regardless of what what uh, everybody's been hearing. They're going to tell you that because they're not going to nobody's going to say, "Oh, we made this in the lab to target certain people." All right. The reason why it has the effect on some people that it does is because of the way it was modified. And if those people have those things that this this thing is modified to attack. They're gonna have it worse, you know. How did how did President Trump freaking have have the fucking virus for two damn days and all of a sudden you know he's he's fine now and then he go promoting the damn drug company that he got uh, stocks in, you know what I'm saying? It, it just doesn't affect some um, people the way it does others because it's modified to do that. We've been talking about this ever since I was in college. This is not a new concept, you know. So uh, and then plus. If you don't listen to the pundits that are out there paid to say a certain thing, if you start looking at, you start digging for these videos of people who are actually in the field, virologists who are in the field, they'll tell you that this virus just don't, it just don't jump from animals to humans. You know, so it takes uh, almost over, I think, 800 years or something for it to do that. And the last one that we've had was SARS, so which was only a few years ago. But that, that you know what I'm saying, that went several freaking, um, according to the virologists out there, you know, centuries before it was able to do that. So, um, what we're looking at is, 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 you know, saying some COVID operation shit. And it's probably why they call it COVID, because you know, what I'm saying is, 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 is definitely um, some, some shit behind that. There you go, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, that's all right. So, as far as that is concerned, I am worried about my kids on that end because there's shit out there that's, that's, that they're perfecting to target a certain people. Now, the general idea was for it to work during warfare. So we were to go to war, we wouldn't waste any bullets or uh, waste any lives over there. We just, you know, target these certain people. Now, yeah, I think they're actually taking that freaking, they're taking that knowledge and all that and using it against us or certain people in this country and stuff. So that's that on that issue. Uh, as far as police, okay. I'm not concerned about the police um, arresting me or coming out talking to me because, you know, I agree with Ray on this. If you just simply answer the question, you get to fucking go home. That's not always the case because, you know, like uh, Castillo, you know, Philando Castillo and all them, they doing what they're supposed to do. But, you know, I personally do not worry about um, a police coming out to a situation, and um, that's simply because I know what I need to do to defuse the situation. So um, that's all I got. And, that's it for me. It was great talking to everybody. All right. I appreciate that, Dr. Willis. Eminem, do your thing. I got to step away for a few minutes. I have a puppy letting me know that he needs to go outside. So, Eminem, do your thing. I'll be right back. Oh, I was on mute. Okay. Oh, man, great show as always, man. Uh, so many good topics or whatever. Uh, I know a couple weeks, you know, it's gonna be the hottest topic on every every station you tune into or whatever, but you know, um it's a lot of people that's got a lot of different thoughts about different stuff and that's fine. It's America, that's how it's supposed to be. But it's a lot of bullshit going on a lot of people don't understand and don't know about and uh, 
like I said, that shadow government, all that shit is real. But uh, they got, you know, people being puppets and all that stuff, and so they can pass off what's really happening, you know. Uh, I don't know if Bobby's still on the line or whatever, but, you know, man. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, you, you still, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not sh- aware of uh, how much you know about it, but I'm, I'm sure you heard about a lot of that debt the, the U.S. got with China and st- shit like that. So that stuff gets real. And, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, and and a lot of stuff exactly. affects up here, and they they want everybody to get bogged down into you know the little day to day shit, but that ain't really that ain't that ain't a scratch of the surface of what's really about to go on. But um, uh, with the lonely for kryptonite, I, I, that's okay. Uh, what, what's the other one we talked about? Oh, the economy. I didn't really get to answer yeah. nothing about the economy. Um, not too concerned about it. Uh, I think that uh, it was answered best back in '08 when Obama gave his speech on it. When the, the one of the biggest issues with the economy was America was going through a we we going through a change. We went through the shit uh, with the Industrial Revolution. Went through it with the automated things. We went through it again. Um, a little bit in the 80s, and now it's changing guard again, the way we do stuff. Shovel-ready jobs, uh, none of that, st- all that type of shit going away, you know. 30 years, none of that stuff was exist. So pretty much, and this kind of tie into the, uh, the uh, when I was addressing education too, it's like everything's changing, even school changes. It's really not going to be a need for a teacher in every room no more, that kind of stuff, so... With that said, something Buck said about pretty much paraphrasing about adapting and and uh, you know putting more than eggs, put not having all your eggs in one basket, and that's what the, the people that's gonna feel it the worst are people that are just betting on one you betting on one horse to ride you from birth through eighty eighty five years old or however long you live, and to, so anytime somebody do that. When something goes through a change, that's who's going to catch it the worst. Uh, but the economy is it, fucked up, and it ain't going to get no better. Uh, uh, I, I know I'm not going to be no fucking slave. I die for I do that shit. So so they can't pull that one no more to make somebody work for free and build the shit back up. So they done fucked all this stuff up. You, they, got a, uh, uh, they got a guy that knows about money but don't care about doing everything that need to be done to get this shit on track. So, you know, um, shit, we'll probably name something else in about 15, 20 more years. Um, then what we, you back you? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, I had a question for Amy too. Uh, she gone? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Amy, how did you not talk about high top when we talked about cops? High top from color? No, no, no. When she was in high school, the dude used to fuck with them. The dude liked them. You don't remember telling us that? Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that story. Are you talking about about the black guy? The black guy was fucking with y'all in high school. Yeah, high tower. Well, yeah, that's his nickname. Well, because from Police Academy. 
Hightower is his nickname. That's what we all called him because yeah, he's like big seven foot tall black dude. Okay. Um, I, I, let me just say this real quick where y'all have dealt with racism and police brutality in general, being black, I've dealt with small town, hometown cops and police brutality, even as a white kid. You know, it was my white friends that were getting beat up by Kirk Lane and Jay Campbell and all them. And, yes, I'll say their names out loud. I don't give a shit who they are. They murdered two teenagers in 1987. They murdered my friends in 1987. Um, That's what I've had to deal with. So even me, when I get pulled over by the police or the cops get involved in something, I have to deal with with hometown, small-town cops. Like I had an incident that happened last year at the lake over me and this other animal activist uh, woman who who rescued a dog that was tied up in a boat and but when the cops came we were the guilty people we were the ones that were in trouble we were the ones that they were about to take to jail yeah had the dog tied up in the hot boat for hours on end with no water or food um, happened to be from mm-hmm. the little town down the road that's right down the road from me that's population five count ten hundred coon dogs. You know, that's what I've had to deal with. So, you know, I mean, I, 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 I know all about police brutality. So, I, I mean, even yeah. I, I get scared when yeah, the police pull I, me I, over. I, I, because I, didn't to, I didn't mean to set you off. I just, I just remember you telling us that, and I was just like, damn. I like man, I hope she ain't well, getting Alzheimer's because you were so passionate and, that night. I'm like, ain't no one here. You forgot well, all that. And come to find out, I, I, the deal with Hightower is, I always thought that he was just, he was like racist against us white kids, you know. But come to find out, the kids in the black community, I learned this from a boy that I grew up with all through school, from from kindergarten to high school, Kent Gray. He told me that the kids over in in Ralph Bunch got it worse from him than us white kids cruising military did. Mm-hmm. So he was just an asshole all the way around. But for years, I did think that he was he was just racist against us, you know, white kids, and, and, and he was somebody that I had to deal with police brutality from until we had a big showdown in a bar one night, and I told him he was on my fucking turf, and he wasn't a fucking cop in this damn bar, and this is my turf. Didn't have oh, no more Lord, problems hope, out of him. Yeah. I hope there's a YouTube video of that. Well, I wish there was. I wish there was. I will never forget that night. I will yeah, never I, forget I, that I, night. I, I yeah, fucking I smoothed off on him. Yeah. He held my ex husband down at gunpoint in front of my child <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. On, on Christmas, wow. Yes. He followed Chuck, he he followed, Chucky came over to the house Christmas morning to watch Ashley open up her big Barbie doll house that I had built for her and everything and wanted to come see her open that up and, and, and all that stuff. 
And when he was going back out to his back out to his mom's, Hightower knew his truck. He always pulled us over every time he saw Chucky's truck, and he followed him all the way to his mama's and held him down at gunpoint in front of his family and my daughters on Christmas Day. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, let me uh, jump in here because we got a we got a couple more people I got to get to so we can shut this down. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Amanda, I go to you. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, you got to follow being <laughs> being held at gunpoint on Christmas Day. You got to follow that. <laughs> Ray was going to be uh, my starting point, just to say, you know, in case he shows up missing on November 3rd, y'all will know why, because. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Wow. And I think everybody got about horror movies. Yeah, okay, so let me start with that. Um, my favorite horror movie, I'm not a big horror movie person, um, but my favorite would be Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. And that's a black exploitation film with Bernie Casey. Okay. And yeah. I just love Bernie Casey. So that's that's why that's my favorite. Bernie Casey's pretty um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, regarding, you know, I guess the, the hottest topic as far as um, the election and everything, I think that I agree with Crystal 100% about um, the presidency should be about running oh, the whole country. No. It shouldn't be about... <laughs> I'm gonna look for Ray in Carol Baskin's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Be with Crystal. Well, Crystal's gonna get put out of here tonight. <laughs> oh, this show's turning messy. <laughs> I know, right? So it should be about running like the the whole country about you know you you have to be able to meet in the middle you have to be able to um, you know cross the aisle or however they say it it can't just be about appeasing your political base um, and I and I know that Trump has tried to do some things to um, you know to appease uh, black voters when it comes to you know funding for HBCUs don't start. We're going to cut your mic off, sir. Uh, you know, as far as HBCUs and um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say that he did? Uh, I know, like, as far as prisoners that were people who were locked up and pardoning people and all that type of good stuff, which is, which is great. But I think the thing that gets me, regardless of, you know, any financial benefit is just the, it's just the, um, you know, this is where I agree with Bobby as far as just, he's just a danger. You know, he's just his, his volatile language. I think I, I just can't get past it. Just the, the example. Um, I, it's, it's hard for me to, to see past that. And, you know, I, I respect everybody's right to vote and vote for whatever candidate they want. You know, even if somebody wants to vote for Kanye West, hey, I wouldn't. I'm glad he's not on New Jersey's ballot. But, oh wow! You know, that's what you want to do. <laughs> you know, hey, we we have the right to vote for a reason. But you know, I just hope people make the the wise decision based on what works for them and their uh, and their conscience, and not just not just for them 
directly, but just the the country as a whole. Um, I think that we, the thing we need the most is a strong leader, but not one who's one who who will stand up to other countries, but not you know not be the the um, the matador with the with the uh, you know the red flag waving it at the bull. We don't need that. So, um, you know that's that's pretty much all I'll say on that. Regarding the uh, having cops called on me, that happened to me once. I was um, I was in college, and uh, my college boyfriend and I, he had come to see me. I was working at Walgreens. He came to see me, and I think I got off, like, that afternoon, and he came to the store, and we sat, and we were talking um, at, like, it's like a shopping center right by the store, and he had out-of-state license plates on his car. He had an out-of-state license plate on his car because he wasn't from uh, Mississippi. He was from Tennessee. And so um, we're just sitting there, you know, just talking afterwards, just just chit-chatting. And um, I guess somebody in one of the stores or one of the restaurants there at the little uh, shopping mall felt some type of way about it and called the police. And the police came and, you know, wanted to see his identification and, you know, asked what we were doing. And, you know, I had my uh, my work smunk there just so I could say, hey, I worked at Walgreens. I'm just, you know, we're just sitting here talking. You know, I think I think we told him I was on a break, but technically I was, um, I'm pretty sure I was done for the day. But um, he was like, okay, no problem. You know, uh, somebody had called saying that there was concern, da-da-da-da-da. So, you know, that's the only time I've ever had, like, the police called on on me. And it wasn't even really me. It was us. Uh, hey, get him, officer. You talking to my future wife. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> but, but, yeah. That, At least you know, know who called him now. <laughs> yeah, it probably was him. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. That's exactly who it was. But, <laughs> you know, um, it, I think that um, I think that we all – are shaped by our experiences and, you know, everybody has gone through a different experience when it comes to um, political things and police, police brutality, police interactions and racial interactions and everything. Um, I definitely respect and appreciate everybody that's uh, all the show legends that are on tonight. You know, I, I'm glad that we can have a peaceful conversation. We can express our opinions and, you know, still have love for each other at the end of the day. So, um, I really enjoyed hearing everybody. I hope everybody has a a great rest of the week, and I look forward to November 3rd for multiple reasons. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. Always a pleasure. Buck, shut it down, bro. Man, what a show. I mean, having all these legends on tonight and all these opinions, it was just really, really awesome to be a part of. Um, You know, Mickey Mouse can be president. I don't give a damn about Biden, Trump, really. I mean, the legislative branch is what really runs this country. Um, your state and local government is what really, really what you live by. Um, you know, these smaller elections, yeah, the president election is important, but really your, letters, your, your senators in the House of Representatives are really wanting to make the laws. So when these guys or women – up for re-election and they hadn't done anything in a while or they've been there too long or whatever, those are the elections you need to show up 
four. So therefore, you can you need to show up for all of them because they're all important. But the ones that really impact your life on a day-to-day basis, you know, those are the ones you need to go. You know, you need to go to those as well. And people don't show up for those. So if you're wondering why this law is bad, that law is bad, or what have you, get some of these old heads out of here. You know, we've got to have bipartisanship, period. It doesn't, you know, we have to have that. But, you know, we really need to start looking at everything. We can't just look at the presidency and just say, hey, you know, you know we got we to gotta make change or what, ha- what have you. You have to show up for each and every election because each and every election is important. Your local government is very important. State, it's all important. So just keep that in mind. Um, Bill, don't give a damn who writes who, whether it comes to Biden, Trump, both of them suck. I mean, this is, watching the debate, if that don't tell you they both suck, I don't know what else what else does. I mean, we're supposed to be a superpower. And this is, and that's all we got to offer. These two nuts is ridiculous. So you still need to go vote, vote who you think is best for your own for your own beliefs. I'm not going to start partying with you. I'm not going to stop talking to you or any of those things because I don't I don't read into all these all these different conspiracies. You have to use common sense. So vote for the best person for the job. And that's what it really comes down to. Um, so use your use your own thought process on that. Um, as far as favorite Halloween, yeah, mine is Halloween. Um, the original. Okay. Not now. Rob Zombie's version was pretty cool too. Way more violent. Um, really, kind of wish he would have kept going with it. Um, and I, I like the new adaptation a couple years ago. Um, when they kind of like rebooted it, um, it was kind of cool. Yeah. But Halloween is kind of the one that I kind of really like. Um, kind of scared shit. I mean, with the kid, it scared. And but then, you know, it it just kind of resonated. It just is kind of cool. But as far as holidays go, not really co- concerned about those things. Not really concerned about police. You just use again common sense. Cop, your cops call on you, answer the questions. Shouldn't anything happen? Don't be stupid. Um, I think people have kind of lost sight of having, you know, having common sense. This country has lost sight of having a fucking backbone, letting some of this stuff just roll off your back a little bit. Some of this, you know, some of the things that are going on in this country, and especially this year, some of it needs to resonate and it needs to hit you in the face every every day. But some of it doesn't, and we have to kind of get back to a basic, some sort of basis to where we all get along, we accept each other's differences, and we move on. We can't let every single solitary thing bother us. I mean, that's really what makes, if you show some love and some compassion for your fellow people, that's really what makes America great, not a fucking president. So, Getting back to what you know, getting back to all of this, common sense, love, compassion for one another, that's what's really important. And that's that's the best way to end this show. Because it it was kinda of wild listening to some of this to be honest with you, but great show. And uh hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week. Yeah.
Well said. Bro. Very well said, sir. Very well said. All right, and just to throw my my two cents in on the horror movie, I'm kind of with Amy. I think Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, The Dream Warrior, was probably one of my favorites. Um, I just enjoyed. I, I anticipated so much to see that movie, and I really enjoyed seeing that at the theater. Um, Poltergeist would probably be a close second. I thought Poltergeist was good, but um, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street Three is the first one that comes to mind for me. All right, well, I appreciate everything, man. Great show, great show. I mean, we we, we ran long, but you know what? That's cool. I mean, I think it was very good to have all these show legends on, giving their um, opinions, speaking their truths, and that's what this show is all about. As far as the listeners out there, you know, hang in there, people. It's rough out here, but keep living. You know, don't get your hopes up on things promised, and pay attention to people's actions. I mean, the only stimulus people may get between now and Thanksgiving may be if they go to Pornhub. So don't be looking for a stimulus anytime soon. Just go vote, and don't allow people to intimidate you at the polls, okay? I mean, don't entertain fights, but don't get intimidated. My thanks to all the callers who joined the show. Subscribe to me on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever, and never miss a show. Happy Halloween, everyone. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions, and go vote. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Maybe get people to think differently about what they do and and maybe change what they do. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. I was told that I was a man-eater. My name is Quincy. Let me thank you for having me on your show. So awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out. You can order a Domino's pizza, go out and buy a gun, come back and beat your pizza to your house. I think there's something wrong with that. I think the system is messed up if you're able to do that. The Heartworking Podcast, a little bit of cars and so much more, available wherever you typically download your podcasts. I bring thunder and light in every single time.